Now, they had well, no yeah. cash to pay um, Sir Sean Connery. So therefore, really? they, they gave him an executive producer credit and a percentage of the company. Um, right, which went bankrupt. He just was lending his name to this and being in it. He believed in it because it was Scottish. Yeah, because, you know, I, I played a video game. I think it was on my PlayStation 3, which still works on my PlayStation 4. doesn't, so but that's besides the point. It was a, a electronic arts game based on one of the uh, James Bond movies with Sean Connery. Maybe from Majesty Secret Service. And they, uh, no, I don't think he's in that one. But the, they would reenact scenes. Like, it, it's like the video game GoldenEye. But the thing is, it's like, these henchmen would come in and Sean Connery's voice would say, oh, I'm going to have to shoot them or something like that. Right. And you shoot about 50 henchmen. Like, you go into a room and 30 henchmen show up. And you shoot them down, and you walk into the corridor, and there's 30 henchmen, and you shoot those guys. And it's like, when in that the James Bond movie was there 100 head count? You know, yeah. like, how many people died in this video game because of the movie? They probably just had some shoot-it-up video game, and they got the licensing, and they just sort of yeah, made it work. Well, GoldenEye is a great game, and if you have, like, a PlayStation, you're not going to play it, but it to have a, a James Bond shooter game, The Spirit with Sean Connery, it's got to be great. It's based on one of the movies. Right. Yeah. Now, this is the composer that I was talking to you about, and oh. he did uh, Harry Potter, and he, Goblet of Fire, and he did Sense and Sensibility, and he did, I mean, he did a lot of Hollywood movies. But he's Scottish. So he's in this. I wonder if he looks like this. How does Harry Potter theme go? It goes da 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 da. It's Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And meet Harry Potter. Ding 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 ding. You know, classical composer. Yeah, well, he's paying his debts, I'm sure. Maybe he got a tax write-up. Did he get part of the company for being in this movie? Uh, you know, my research didn't show that. I think he just got out-and-out out paid. Um, I think Cummings just got, they just gave him money. You're a goat. Let's spend more 20 minutes. <laughs> now, they premiered this in a place called uh, Sonoma. I, I wonder if that's Sonoma in Arizona. But it's a special place because it's the hometown of John Lester, who's the godfather of the animation style in the Pixar films like Toy Story. So they greatly admire him. And so that's why they wanted to have it in Sonoma. Is it Sonoma County in California? Yeah, that's probably it. What is it in Arizona? Sedona, uh, right? Sonoma is where they wanted to have it because of the um, it's the guy who was innovative in in making animation. It's so funny. It's uh, this movie just reeks of a giant tax write off. So they all went to San Francisco to get to Sonoma. So that's by you. Yeah, that is by us. 
Hey, what number, what time do you have uh, on yours? Well, I'm at 3409, 3410, 11, 12, 3413. I think I'm a little ahead of just you. Let me know when, no, actually, can you just let me know when you get to 3545, 3446? 3446, okay. Yeah. But why would you be in Sonoma County? It, just, it seems like this is a giant tax write-off somehow. Yeah. 36, 40, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 2, 3, yeah. 4, 5, 6. Wait, we're in the same spot. I'm really excited. This kind of looks like a piece. Now, now Sir, Sir Billy just knows this guy's up to no good, this cop guy. So he's yeah, threatening him. This is my village. Animal doctor versus animal cop. Now, the 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 beaver and the brother are in the water, and they've been there for so long, and everyone's screwing around. Like, let's make a plan. Right. I mean, it sort of doesn't make sense in the real world. They're all getting together. They're talking about it. How did she get on a train? Okay, so now everybody knows that the beaver's in trouble, okay? So our beaver hunter has found his beaver. So he calls up his old partner, please come help me. And the, the partner's like, you need counseling. <laughs> so this is the 21st century and they all have phones. And and telephone booths, payphones. I I with Mario in the back. Get what the date is because there is okay. There is a cellular phone, and Sir Billy was like, "You call her on that cellular thing." Like he like it's a mystery <laughs> to him how cell phones work. Weird. Wow. It really does look like a Scottish police uh, office. Not that I would know. So the former partner really won't uh, agrees to help him, but don't tell my wife because she'll think I'm daft. Gotcha. That's the worst thing your wife could think you'd be. Oh, there's a squirrel in the background. <laughs> Wanted, Wanted beaver. Oh, yeah, I see that sign a lot. Yeah. College tournament. I want beaver. So the, um, um, well, I forgot what it was going to say. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we. Okay, so as you know, the Scottish say the word we instead of little. They also say the word little. It's English, but they prefer to say we. So they overdo yeah. it in this movie. Every sentence says we this and we that, Lassie, and we, 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 we. Well, maybe that's the way people talk. Yeah, why would every sentence have the word little in it? I don't know. It's like back when you called everyone dude. Dude, uh -huh. dude, dude. Scottish dude. That totally makes sense, though, because you're addressing 
another person. Right, yeah. One day, get a little golf counter, and every time you say the word little, click it. You might get like eight right. clicks, you know. These guys have eight clicks in a, a per sentence. Okay, so they're fucking around, and this 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 river thing. Okay, so they found out where is the mother, and it's the mother rabbit, and she's like hurt real bad. She's bonked her head, head. So they know in general where she is. So he's sniffing like a dog, the goat. To try wow, to so he's actually in does this movie like grinds to a halt and Sir Billy uh does his veterinarian work. Right, but meanwhile the they're in peril down the river. I mean it should be over now. Yes. They should be smashed into the dam. It's a long river. Oh, there he is, she is. Wow. Get your fat butt over here. Shut up, Billy Goat. Why is a Billy Goat dressed like Bruce Lee? I don't get it. Like yeah, a Bill Bill. You know how like a Yeah. Well you know how like some uh cartoon movies have jokes for the parents where they make references to Kill Bill? Right. Maybe they couldn't even bother be bothered to write a reference. They even once received an offer to go to from a studio in Los Angeles, apparently, uh, but they still wanted to keep it in Scotland. Here it is. What? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was 2003. Now, he's like 90-something when he did this recording. Crazy. And, and get this. It's they all about like Scotland, that. but they recorded the voice, voices in the bahamas what what yep it's weird they like you, yeah uh, probably is the only way you could get them took them seven years to make this film wow well that's good and it was only 70 minutes too so it was like one hand <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is a bad film. It's way too short. The animation is ugly, right? Yeah. So they got right. caught up with the director, Shasta Hartman, and they said the film like was not broadly welcomed. It's been panned by critics. And he says, there are haters in any society, and anyone who has seen my film has loved it. We had a standing ovation at Sonoma, but there's always going to be that side to it, though. We're the David in a major Goliath industry. So this delusional yeah. guy thinks his film is great. And... Who's Goliath? Pixar? <laughs> I guess, yes. And so he goes, anyone who has seen my film has loved it. But the thing is, Mike... If you showed me your film, what do you think I'm going to say to your face? Oh, that was great. So funny when really the rabbit the went over the cliff. Of course they're going to tell you they like it. You got to be a fly on the wall and listen, you know. By the way, we keep on driving uh, past old James Bond cars. Oh, uh, was this in the children's book? 
They think they're so clever. No, Jan no, uh, Sean Connery was not a part of. Okay, here's the Admiral, and I think I was wrong. This guy is the composer. Oh, I got you. It wasn't the uh, composer-looking guy in the crowd. Right. Wow, look at that Batman angle. This is it's another James Bond car. Now look at the boots. And the car number is 69. Yeah, just like James Bond. Now, he's just throwing no, a beaver to himself. Mike, watch the boobs. Look, see? See the behind boob shot, the front boob shot? These are great yeah. boobs. These boobs don't exist in real life. They probably said, listen, we created the own animation engine. Look at the the physics in, uh, from our engine. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there's a little girl with boobs, too, right? No, there's she doesn't shirt. have boobs. <laughs> Carl, why would you say that? Okay, now, oh, I said it. here's the dam. All right. And the dam has turbines. And the guy I thought was the composer is a rich guy. Here he is. And he's not turning the turbines off because that would cost him money. Even though it's going to kill a beaver. Right. Now it's right. sort of like the grand opening. And they're going to meet with like, I don't know, these like um, army people are, I don't get like why Henshin, they're here. Right? But He's unveiling the dam today. Oh, today's the damn day. Damn. So, Sir Billy turns up and he goes, I don't know how you do it, but I want... Oh, I'm doing England. In his Scottish accent, he says, I want these turbines shut off. Oh, right, because there's going to be one rabbit going to go through it. He's tall. He won't get his way. I love the henchmen. They're really creepy. They kind of remind me of Food Fight. You're right. Food Fight was worse. How's that possible? How is it possible? Food Fight was so sucky. Yeah. Well, this is pretty. Uh, this is pretty up there. Like, if if your child has watched every single film in existence, you still probably hate this one. I, I don't think that kids would watch this film just because it's animated. I mean, it wasn't intended for them is what I guess I mean. Oh, this is more of a, like an action film. Maybe it gets called Cool World on this. But you know what, though? This movie had an advanced screening in a charity-funded uh, thing. It was in York Hill Children's Hospital in Glasgow, Scotland. So I guess... They showed it to kids. Yeah, I guess so. They're like, if you don't do your homework, we'll play this again. We'll, <laughs> we'll do a homework. Now, the bad guy is like, you, that beaver's mine, eh? So they're going to... Right. Look, now the beaver's in peril right now. Yeah, go for it. Scottish no. children of Scotland. She Come goes to her, and her brother. See? Yeah. But right. at the beaver's own peril, she gets sucked into the dam. Oh, and the turbines. Damn. That turbine is mine. 
Now our There's plane comes in and like screws with the helicopter. Well, I'm glad Vicky has something to do in this movie. Air Vicky. Right. They must have spent a lot of money in that into, helicopter. The sewers. Into the sewers of the dam. That's what happens to Waterman all the time, by the way. That's a running gag in Waterman. He gets flushed. <laughs> Waterman being your uh, action drama coming yeah. up. Yeah, and it's it's and they call it, he calls it a tour of the city. I'm not taking a tour of the city. Now, Billy Goat is going to bungee and help save the day. They know that. I mean, what happened to the turbines? We're supposed to chop her up. For some reason, they know that Beaver's going to come out the other side. So look, he launches himself and perfectly times it. He caught Beaver. And well, that's just cartoon physics for you. He puts Beaver on the boat. All right. Now, what is New York Ooh, Lady extreme. doing here? Extreme. Bungie extreme. He is just there. Oh, look. And Billy's the goat. Billy. Right. Not our Mr. hero. Billy. Our hero doesn't save the day. It's not Mr. Billy. Whoa. It's, I mean, it's Mr. Billy. Billy goat's over. You see, what just happened, Mike, wow. is they saved the beaver, so the movie should be over right this second. But no, we've got a half an hour to go. Well, that's crazy, right? Well, they need to save that goat, I guess. Because worse is like a, a wet goat. Smells so bad. Smells so bad. You think a goat smells bad? With Look at those ugly lips. This animation is horrible. They probably put in an algorithm, and the algorithm killed itself. <laughs> Now, why is New York Lady piloting a boat? Well, maybe she's a boat, you know, through the New York Ferry <laughs> driver. Something like that. I knew a New York Ferry. He lived on Christopher Street. Oh, you're right. That was the New York Ferry you knew? It was he on was in the Street? village. Uh, did they now, run why control? is Butler guy there with a pair of binoculars on a tray? Oh, they look like sneakers to me, like high tops. Yeah. This movie sucks. It sucks. It's so stupid. Everything about it. It's just horrible. Right. And I don't understand why 90-year-old Sean Connery said, I love this. Let's do it. Yes, it's Scotland. That's the only thing. Yeah, I guess so. And why is the guardian or the mom of Sir Billy's kid on the boat? I don't think there's that many people in Scotland. <laughs> and the thing is, there. Sir Billy is like an organizer, a coordinator. He's an observer. He's not in the action, and he's our hero. Yeah, that is a little strange. Well, that's the thing. Maybe like with a children's book, you know, you have a character and you meet some new characters and those new characters are a lot more interesting, I guess. I guess. Nice cleavage, lady. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess... Uh, now, look, Mike, look. Get... Look. 
for no it's reason. Hunter Red October. A submarine shows up, and the boat is now right. on the submarine. And you're right about Hunter for Red October. He'll go. He's going to go. Reminds me of another adventure, you know. Oh God, why do they do that? They just gotta stop. He was in a lot of movies. I get it. The giant headman show up. And he's like, oh, and sort of, you know, or like a... right. Um, Highlander <laughs> movie with uh, that right chop off the head. Oh yeah, absolutely. Highlander. Yeah, uh, he was great in Highlander. He was great in, uh, oh, gosh. Well, you know, uh, what was the one that was, like, high noon in outer space? Like, Outland. Oh, I tried to put that in my Netflix queue because I remembered how great that film was and that you can't. Everyone forgot about that film. Well, maybe it's on YouTube. Let's hope. Outland. Not Outlander. That would have been good because a Highlander. Right, yeah, I got you. Wait, have you ever seen the Avengers based on this on um, the uh, British sixties uh, spy movie, uh, TV show? Oh, movie, was he in that? Yeah, it was. He was the villain when Uma Thurman and uh, Ralph Fiennes like went after. Her. So Outland is on YouTube movies for for, uh, but I mean it's with commercials or whatever. Yeah. Look out for that lighthouse. Uh, So the duck has saved the inexplicable duck. I guess they just wrote her in to like help with. Whoa. He's dead now. Look out. This man, he's been bungee jumping for the last 20 minutes. All right, yeah, move the trampoline, you dumbass. Yeah, they've got this tiny little thing that saves them. Ridiculous. He doesn't even bounce. This guy is badass lands. That's right. There's our love interest who didn't figure into the plot at all whatsoever. Why did we meet her? Yeah. So uh, this um, Sasha Hartman was also raving. No, I think it was the the wife who was ranting. The Scottish government put seven million pounds of above the line advertising and promotions into Brave. Wouldn't it have been nice oh, if the right. government said that they would support and nurture a film business in Scotland. So she's bitter about that. Right. Yeah, well, Brave was a better movie. Right. Weird, right? Yeah, absolutely, it's a better movie. They released a sizzle reel in 2010, and it was had this bad animation, and everyone was like, this thing's not going to work. And they just had their rose-colored glasses and moved forward. I don't know. Yeah. They started talking about this film to themselves in 2006. That's when they turned the book into a short. Okay, so now he's, you know, Billy the goat is going to die pretty much. And so he's remembering all the good times, how he trained the goat, you know, to talk. And 
Nice. Now, well, yeah, this is this is out coming along at the time. They're now nodding to uh, Alan's work in um, Bob Fosse's uh, uh, Alan Cummings, yeah, because he he won a, a an Oscar for it or something. I got that written it's here. singing the name Rocky and the scene where Frisbee is tossed in the airport. Now on the Titanic, another Casablanca. I get it. Movie references. Yeah. Of so what do you weird. think? He's going to die? Of course not. He'll be fine. But, 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 but who cares? We saw a life story 40 minutes into the movie. So it's, um, what is it, of the Valkyries? And she's got some sort of goat's milk or some bullshit. Right. And she's going to throw it and it's going to save the goat. It doesn't make any sense. Who's piloting the plane, by the way? Uh, not her, right? Not her, right? Here's her pitch. She's going to pitch. Right. Never mind, it's glass, right? Right. Now, why would she pitch it if she's dropping it? Now the sun actually has a part in the movie. Oh, right. I remember the sun. See what you, you just said? Film? Oh, yeah. I remember the sun. This film is so bad. Now she's yeah, doesn't really make any sense. Go, uh -huh. ducky. Go, ducky. But no one hears her, right? Because she's on top of a, a flying right. airplane. The audience hears her. Now, what is this magic elixir? It's milk. Huh. Wow, that's funny. Yes. I'm alive, Billy. <laughs> Why'd you call me Billy? You're the Billy. Uh, did they take a, a national holiday when this movie came out? Like Scotland was able to go. No, even people in Scotland thought this was a piece of crap. It went. Uh, it, it spent a month in like some theater. Okay, this is the Russian. Um, this is like the Russian commander of the sub, and he's giving. He's going to give the beaver to. Oh. He's got the beaver finally. Whoa. Now what After all that. Yeah. He's running off to bang the beaver. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. That's the worst part. So they saved well, the beaver. I guess the beaver saved the brother. Up, oh, another James Bond nod. Dun, dun, dun. So I what I oh, found a website that's like all into great cars, and they they get they put all the cars that were in this movie. And my research was like, eh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I should be telling you right now, this is a jig jag seventy four 
69 <laughs> ma I don't care. How can a veterinarian can afford a car like that? Yeah, and it says Billy on the license plate. It's clearly his. Yeah. Now, look, he's using his spy yeah. stuff. Right. This is Billy, too. The other one came. Yeah, he's usually supposed to tip the cow. Yeah, at least 15%. So he just bonked. Parking brakes don't work that way, man. Right. He just bonked the car. Now, why? The beaver's in it, and he's trying to save the beaver. Right. Okay, so now Billy will get into the action finally. You know, it's weird. They drive on the wrong side of the road since they're so crazy. But the thing is, since everybody's crazy, they all do it. So it works. They got a system. Right. Now, Billy, this is an old man with a big fat stomach. There's no way he can skateboard. No way. How do you know? Like, you never read the books. This could be canon. (laughs) He just jumped off a cliff and parachuted. It's just so ridiculous. Perfectly lands. (laughs) <laughs> everything's been perfect in this film the uh the bungee jumping the milk into the goat the yeah i guess so now yeah, well, the bungee jumping weird was experimental military place all of a sudden Oh, right. Well, you've never been to Scotland. That's where they uh, have the weird military. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. What is up with that? Well, this movie is pretty exciting. I feel like it's, they restarted the film. Like they said, you know what? Whenever we were doing about that beaver and the rabbit, uh, let's go a different direction. Right. In the middle of the, in the end of the film, you know, just, they set things up and they don't go anywhere. Right. Arrest that man. Uh, hey, that's no way to treat a vet. Oh, you're a vet, sir? Uh, I'm honored for your service. Yeah. <laughs> dollar every time. Right, if you were a veterinarian, would you be like, excuse me, I, I believe I should get a vet discount? <laughs> Not that kind of vet. People always thank me for my service. Are you trying to take my, get my goat? I'm right over here. Now, you remember the partner, his old partner said he'd help him, but he actually screws him. There he is. He showed up now, the partner. Yeah. So the villain has a villainy mustache, mm-hmm. which is good. They all have mustaches, but this guy just looks like he shaved his mustache. He actually looks like a baked potato. This animation is not like fun <laughs> to look at. It. <laughs> it's not easy to look at. Now, we, our, my eye is acclimated to it because, you know, 
we've been why I mean we're knee deep into this film now. It's uh right. fifty two minutes. Look how much he must work on well, that mustache every day. You know, one of the great things about our show is that I'll suggest a movie and you'll research it. So how many times have you seen this movie this week? Well, I had that little fire, as you know, so this is my third time watching it. So I'm a, I may be one or two less than usual. Yeah, I forgot about that fire. You're right. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was the fire lasted like one minute before I had smothered it. Uh, it was enough to do some damage on the cabinets in the kitchen and. A lot of smoke inhalation. It was really, I wouldn't say scary because it happened too fast, but there was a second in which I had to make a choice. Do I fight this thing or do I leave the house and let, just lose the house? Because it was really raging. Wow, that's crazy, girl. I didn't realize. It was licking the roof. Grease? And the thing is, wow. it was grease. So I couldn't knock it off the burner. Right. Because, you know, it would have spread across the kitchen floor. Anyway, it's fine. We're past it now. I'm back in the house. It's habitable again. Look at those boobs, Mike. I know. It's insane. They're both of them. Left, right, left, right. Yeah, but she's a piece of uh, boob, and the other one's like joke boobs. Well, they need to have role models. Well, she is from New York. She has a bumper sticker that says, I heart New York on it. Yeah. That's right. With the with, she, with the red, white, and blue. She hard it so much she left. Oh, uh, here's the duck singing about golfing. This movie's so bored with itself. It's like let's go golfing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See if I can hear the audio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you should take up golf. You're the only American in Scotland who's not playing golf. And not flying the plane. I guess, see, a plane like that, a biplane, would not have auto autopilot. Here we are oh, in the pub puppy. with characters puppy we've Rooney. never met before. Right, and designs that we never recognized. Like, there was never, like, I guess there's humans in this movie, but not that many. Like, This is like from a, Odd uh, Squad. He wound up in Scotland. And this is Ringo Starr. Yeah. Who's a Russian yeah. Russian sub captain. You know, Ringo always wore these weird like uniforms anyway. Now Billy's wow. giving the thank you. And she's nice ready to do food. her flash dance routine. Everyone in this building. Yeah, it's strange. All the women are just like picturesque like that. Yes. I'd like to apologize for this movie. I'm 91 years old. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I saw an interview with him at Sonoma and he was really praising the film. And I just, I don't, I don't know how he can. I just, I'm not with them on this. Yeah. It, you I mean, know, Mike, you know, I often say, like, good. the movie sucks, but it was good for your show. Now, there was a lot to talk about and everything, but I got to tell you, I prefer we had not done this film. It was just, <laughs> it's torturous. 
But I'm telling you, like, I love Sean Connery, and he's, like, one of those guys now, like Jack Nicholson, where they're retired. So to see him, like, do a film for 2012, and that it was full length and it was available on YouTube, I had to jump on it. But I know our show, we never play the audio. So it's not like we can experience Sean Connery, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's a full length. It's a full story, I guess. Or there was a story, and they just kept going, and... Creepy. Huh. Grab his belly. I'm a guy with the fat belly. I hate that. You did oh, that well, to me yeah, once. You did that to me once in Fish Burgers. <laughs> we were in that pizzeria. <laughs> the white years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was 26 years ago. We were making fun of do the right, uh, do the right thing, and you, you had a pickle do the right thing. Yeah, you. I didn't write that. Well, because we were, oh, of course you didn't write it. Oh, well, that'd be too risque. I'm talking about Michael, 1989. You were way, you were way into it. No, 91, something like that. You were 91. way. Yeah. But uh, so we're filming that scene and, you know, I have to be in character or anything. And then you go, cowboy Carl, don't get upset. And you grab my belly. And I like, so it's totally out of character. I was like, get, get, get off get off my belly. If you slow motion that public access video, you can see your eyes yeah. red. Get ex they expand. Boy, they love this yeah. themselves in this film. They... Like it was such a great film, we're all celebrating. I don't know why, like every animated movie nowadays, they're like Troll World Tour, where it's just a jukebox of songs. It's like, we're ugly dolls and we celebrate the morning by singing songs <laughs> and walking around the village. Every character has a lyric. You know, I mean, like, yeah. and that's the entire movie. Oh, happy feet. I guess happy feet was the best example, but it, there's no story. So this long dance number, not like you know the kids are like, "Well, I'd love to watch more animation." Hypnotizing. Got the kiss makeup. Happy Roni. We still have <laughs> ten minutes left in this film. Shut up! Even saving Christmas saved their dance number till the end. But this film should have ended so long ago. It should have ended when they saved the beaver. But this was always a video release. It wasn't like they were going to put this in theaters, right? I mean, other than the cinema presentation. No, they presentation. didn't want to put it in theaters. It didn't get picked up. It was in, like, it was in weird theaters that are, you know, off the beaten path for about two seconds, and then it went to DVD. Now his love interest, like, they've been together throughout the whole film. I mean, it's a 90-year-old oh man. Yeah, talk about a January to November relationship. Yeah, Good and she's Lord. way into it. No way. Oh, I thought it was Look at the fireworks. Everything's a celebration. It doesn't make sense. There's nothing to celebrate. Well, they're, they're in Anaheim, you know, and Disneyland, Disney World is right behind them. You see the duck on the statue? Wow. She finally landed her I'm plane. Not... She decided to show up with the rest of the characters. Yeah. I had enough time with her. You know how much gas that biplane must have burnt? 
Damn. Yeah. Uh-oh. What is up with this dance number? It's going on forever. Laughing at shorter dance numbers. Yeah. Oh, James Bond. I'm off to have sex with my granddaughter. Whack. Yeah, right. He can't even fly that duck. Right. She has to have a plane to fly. Wow. Is this the end of Sir Billy? I don't know. It's got nine more minutes. Well, directed by popped up. Well, that's it. Yeah, We're going to chill out for these last nine minutes of credits and uh, just uh, we'll end the show when the credits end. Carl, what do you think of this movie? You know what? I thought of this piece of crap. <laughs> this film should not yeah, have been made. The people who made it are delusional. So I saw documentaries about this film, you know, made by the producers themselves, of course. And they're right. interviewing the guy who did the music, and he's like, hey, he loved it. He loved it. Same thing with Sean Connery. There was no interview with um, uh, Andrew. Uh, Alex Cummings. What's his name? Alan Cummings. Andrew there was no interview. I couldn't find that. Probably he was oh, what a pity. Like, reasonable person who was embarrassed. He was probably doing chewing gum radio commercials, and uh, and it was in the record booth, and they just recorded it. Like it was all in the day's work for him. Wow, this I movie. Like so I like I, him. He was in uh, this one in which he played Loki. Uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember the film. Like he, he impresses me. He does horrible films too. He just wants the money. But when he has his chance and it's his thing, he does some great acting. Well, he was really good at just in the Pussycats. I mean, that, that was uh, a good... Yeah. Wow, look at that. Sir Billy. He can't leave. Leave, Sir Billy. Go take care of a cat. <laughs> You're a sick dog. <laughs> the only vet stuff we saw was he gave a cow a bath and he asked right. the rabbit to wiggle its toes. Here's Scotland's finest uh, talent, Ruby Wax. That's probably the name. There we go. Yeah, Circus Sean Connery is like 12th listed. Ruby Wax played Patty Turner uh, in the film, uh, and I'm sure she was buxom. Yeah. Oh, maybe in real life. Maybe they were trying to keep keep it real. <laughs> wow, this movie so. We're going to let the credits roll. Carl, uh, hi, Sir Billy fans. Mike here from uh, LWAF11OY2. Mike speaking with Carl. Hi, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was, uh, that was atrocious. <laughs> I'm pretending we just watched it. It was horrid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't believe we watched it again. We uh, we thought this movie was so bad, we, we kiboshed the episode. And then we talked to my brother, who has a great podcast called Probably Reasons, uh, called Movie Podcast, because we wanted to at least talk about this movie. Uh, he never aired the episode. But here's Welcome to Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. I'm Adam Spiegelman. It was the first time you listened to the show. That's bizarre, but thank you. Uh, I've done the show for five years and then stopped for a while because I have kids who are running around, and I'm currently in the baby's room hiding underneath a blanket. So um, you guys came to me and said, please come out of retirement. This is very important to me. Yes. Uh, we found a movie for your show. 
which is a great show called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl, better known as LaWafflemont. LaWafflemont. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It's so easy. It's easy to remember. You guys are here to talk about a film that is so bad that you said, oh, this film that we watch is so bad, and it's really dependent on the voice acting to kind of push it, that we felt it wasn't uh, appropriate for our show, but it needs to be uh, announced. People should know about this film. So that's why well, we asked Mike, you. Remember why we didn't want to do it? Like, we did the whole episode. We put it in the can. I edited it. I was all ready to upload it to Pam for Mutiny Radio. And then you and I both had the same thing. Like, it was a bummer. Like, we yeah. didn't enjoy ourselves on the show. No, I thought it's I did right. a terrible job. Yeah, yeah, it's a depressing movie. So we don't, we just didn't upload it just because we, it just let the bitter taste in our mouths. Like, what was that? So it'll never, it sits there, though, just in case we're in trouble someday. But I hope it never gets hurt. <laughs> if you ever hear a depressed episode, that means one of you guys were sick or not available. Yeah, right. Ten flowers. <laughs> That film was all about Scotland, and it was yeah. all about uh, uh, Sean Connor. We should mention the film. It's called Sir Billy, with an I at the end. And yeah. it's from 2012. It premiered in uh, Sonoma Film Festival in the States, and it played a couple uh, theaters outside Glasgow before going straight to video. Right. What's the other name of it? There's two names. Oh, uh, Guardians of the Highlands. Guardian of the Highlands. Guardian oh, Guardians, of the right? No, it's singular because Sir Billy is the guardian. Well, there is a song in this movie called Guardian of the Highlands, so that makes sense. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the movie's so nice they named it twice. It's always a bad sign when they name a movie twice. Sometimes they do it <laughs> just to get two different boxes out of it and trick you. Back in the day. <laughs> it's a great movie, Aerobicize, which is also called Deadly Workout. Nice. Um, so, uh, Guardian of the Highlands. So, uh, but you guys, what is this film about and how did they get Sean Connery to do this film? Yeah, this film is about a veterinarian named Billy. And basically it's about how he saves um, these, these animals that are in trouble. They're going to go over the, uh, they're going to, they're going to, they, they're lost on the water in the river. They're going to go down the dam and fall over a waterfall and he has to save them. And there was a, I don't know, this husband and wife team, uh, Tessa and Sasha Hartman, they, the wife, Tessa, she wrote a book called Sir Billy the Vet. And uh, I don't know when she wrote it, but by 2006, they had made it into a short film, you know, and they just thought this could be a promotion, you know, this could be a, a feature. So uh, the filmmakers got Sean Connery on board after they approached this businessman in Scotland who was friends with Sean Connery, and he agreed to pass their materials to him, like the script and such. Did he get paid? I don't know. But that was the connection that got them in the door. And because it was all about Scotland, Sean Connery decided, I'm all aboard this. He's an executive producer in the film, too, and we're not sure if he got, like, money from the... This is the first CGI company that came out of Scotland, so it's kind right. of a big deal. Well, you know yeah, he got no money. He got, he no got money. an executive 
Right. He got an executive producer credit and he got a percentage of Hartman Media as payment because, I mean, there was 15 million pounds thrown around here, but Sir Sean got none of it. He, if, if the film didn't make money, he didn't make money. He was on board with this whole thing. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think oh, because of Scotland. I think it's just because there was no film industry in Scotland. And the, I mean, these guys could have made their film in, in Eastern Europe for a lot cheaper. And they once got an offer from Los Angeles to make, you know, but they would lose creative, creative control. They didn't want that. They wanted to be a Scottish story told in Scotland by a Scot Scottish film uh, company. And I guess that's why, I guess that's why Sir Sean was on board. Scotland. But let's talk about the animation, because I watched normally for the show, and normally meaning every time, but now I would watch the movie. Um, but Mike said it was terrible, and um, I have I just don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> I, I'm in a pandemic, and I, it's only seventy three minutes. It's <laughs> ten minutes of end credits. The animation. I watched the trailer, and the animation. Maybe because I'm spoiled, because I watch Frozen and Frozen Two every single day. But the animation was so bad on this. Yes. But is yeah. that because it was the inexperience? It wasn't because of the money. Well, they hadn't. The professional animation software was just too much money, so they actually developed their own animation uh, software, and it was handmade. Look, you know, it has this. Okay, if you're looking at a human being, you want to puke. If you're looking at nature and the hills and the ocean, you know, the river, it's beautiful. It's really great software but if you're looking at a human being it just looks so unnatural and disturbing but i feel like for this and and what qualifies it for like for this show and maybe for yours but is that um the reason it wasn't good is because they weren't good but they put their effort and love and into it it wasn't like a money grab or like repeated no. food fight they they lost the money and then they had to like put it you know figure out a film um, no, you're right about that. These guys really love their own product. And like, it, Mike, it's just like when we watched Liquid Sky, right? Yeah. They were into it. They did the hard work. They believed in their product. They were just wrong, you know? <laughs> Same thing with this one. It really was a labor of love. And everybody involved in it was all about Scotland. It just wasn't a good... Listen... I give them an A for effort. I'm sure their mother is very proud. You know, so, speaking of which, this is a family affair. I mean, they also have their uh, uh, their two daughters are in this movie, uh, yeah. Valentina and a woman named Talia Storm, who's now a she Talia's a, she's a pop singer in, in uh, England. She has like she's a BBC presenter. She does the red carpet. She's been on shows called Celeb Go Date Dating, X Factor, the making the Band making of a girl band, and then uh, another weird like oh uh, like celebrities driving type of thing. Like so, she's kind of a face, and she's young. They're both young. Like she's young. She sings a couple songs in this movie, but she's in her early twenties now. So she must have been like seventeen when this movie came out. Yeah, in twenty twelve, it started in two thousand six. I mean, it took them seven years to get this thing out. You know, to Sonoma. Oh. <laughs> oh, and her grandfather. Her grandfather shows up too. A guy named John uh, Fortune Fraser. In fact, there's a, well, a joke. Yeah. yeah. 
John Fortune Frazier, and it's ironic his middle name, Fortune, right? Yeah. He was the guy who made 15 million pounds of financing happen. She, he's he's uh, the father-in-law. He's Tessia's father. Gotcha. And, yeah, if it wasn't for him and the name of Sean Connery, this film wouldn't have been made. He does a voice in it, and they, they have a John Fraser mining sign, like a little in-joke uh, mm-hmm. halfway through yeah. the movie. Yeah. Do you blame we should, him? It's his fault. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, we mention, <laughs> uh, well, the Scottish, uh, the composer is a guy named Patrick Doyle, who's a like famous Hollywood uh, composer who's from Scotland, and he does a voice, and he uh, did the score, although... They did it kind of on the cheap. It was like the Hungarian orchestra in Budapest. And there's a couple of classical numbers like Flight of the Valkyrie, which the end credits, it looks like public domain music. It's a different orchestra. Well, he, Patrick Doyle was, uh, he's, he's known, he's a Academy Award nominated, right? But it, he did Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. He did Sense and Sensibilities. Once again, it was all about being Scottish. That's why he said, yes, I'll do this film with you. So who else was in this film that was uh, of note that should have made it better? Oh, uh, Alan Cummings. Yeah, that's Cummings. what I would say, too. Alan Cummings. And, and uh, Ruby Wax, do you remember her? Who was that? I saw that in, when I was looking at IMDb. Shock, she was in Shock Treatment. She's in a bunch of other stuff. I think she's a oh, pop singer. So she's like yeah. a, a cult actress. Yeah. With a name like Rudy, Rudy Wax. Yeah. You would think. Um... Yeah, and they're talking about uh, Shrek is another Scottish uh, animated film. You guys forgot about Shrek? Yeah, I did forget well, about Shrek. They don't like... Uh, uh, how am I going to put this? The wife got butt hurt, okay, about things that aren't really Scottish and they're just pretending. Uh-huh. Like, for instance, there was a movie called Brave, also in 2012. It was a Pixar film. Walt Disney released it. It was about medieval Scotland. And she's really mad because the Scottish government gave seven million pounds to advertise and promote Brave over her film. Oh, she was furious. Furious. (laughs) She reminds me of George Romero. The late George Romero, when he would be interviewed, he would say, I I do production films right. I'm not like John Carpenter with Escape from L.A. And I saw him drop (laughs) Escape from L.A. like two or three times. So that's that's for Escape from L.A. is Brave. She's bitter. Yeah. You know, even though this film is Scottish, uh, they break their own rules. Like, for instance, they do have Eastern European orchestra hired and they recorded all the sound for the film in the Bahamas. Well, if you got the money for it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Todd Fraser. Yeah, holy crap. But the thing is, they want to say this film is all Scottish, like when it serves their purpose, Mm -hmm. when they're in trouble with money, you know. I don't know if Alan Cumming got paid either, but he is very Scottish and he was born in Scotland in 65. And that's probably I don't know if he got money, but that's why he was part of it, too. Scotland. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's pretty. What do you think? Once you get Sean Connery, and you're like, this is probably his my last chance to work with him, but uh, or, or be in a film yeah. with him, it must help a lot. So yeah, but I can't imagine them not paying Sean Connery. But but he owns half the company, which which is irrelevant now. 
which is irrelevant because it didn't make the money that it promised. I saw an interview with uh, Sean Connery in researching the film for our show, and he looks great. He's in his 80s, but he was standing throughout the whole interview. He looks <laughs> fine. It, it was in Sonoma, too, so he had just traveled. He yeah. looks great. Drinking wine. Yeah. Alan Cumming was not there, son bitch. Oh, man. Uh, he was trying to make some actual money. So Sean Connery, well, I looked up, uh, he also turned down Lord of the Rings. That was dumb. <laughs> that was, that was dumb. The article said he lost out on $450 million. But I, I don't I think that's... I can see him not, not right. knowing... I can see him not understanding Matrix and not getting how could you predict it would be a hit. But you knew Lord of the Rings was going to be a hit before it was even made. They made three movies at once. It's like, don't you think there's a lot of confidence in that? (laughs) Yeah. He's Uh, he's hit it on the head with a lot of movies. Like, he's been in, like, iconic... Like, every generation can say uh, The Rock or Untouchables or Dr. No. And that's, like, good enough for one act. The fact that he's yeah. been in those, Bond yeah. alone. yeah. So, but it's it's depressing when you look at his uh, career towards the end and that he just didn't have, get a good break. To you know, he doesn't have a good swan song, as it were. Were the reviews of the movie that people go out and see? Yeah. So the they new Scotsman, it. they hated. There's a, a new Scotsman, and I read it online. They refer to Gordon the Goat, the character that Alan Cumming plays, as an incontinent gay goat. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does pee on the floor. He wears a, a yellow jumpsuit like uh, uh, Bruce Lee and Uma Thurman and the woman from Battle Royale wears. You know that. And it's inexplicable why. Yeah, and he has like a monogram G on it. He's the only animal character that walks on two feet. All the other characters, they are, they kind of look like Pluto in the sense that you have anthropomorphized animals and then you have like pets for those animals. But they all talk. The, the rabbits, the beaver in the movie, they all chat. But Gordon's the only one who walks around. And what's weird about Gordon, there's a really poorly constructed flashback in the middle of this movie where, you know, Gordon's in trouble and Billy thinks about the time with yes. Billy. And, and Gordon thinks he's a dog. It's never explained in the movie. It's just shown in this montage uh, flashbacks where he's reading Identity Crisis. And my favorite scene part on this movie is the flashback of Sir Billy throwing a frisbee to the goat, and instead of catching it with his anthropomorphized hands, he catches it in his mouth like a dog. Right. And like they're outside. Dog. A, they're outside an airport. It looks like an airport. Like they're hanging it's out at the departure. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Which is he a man or a dog? And if you remember at the beginning of that flashback, he didn't know how to speak. Like he got taught by Sir Billy how to be a human. Yeah. And also, don't forget in the flashback, he does a scene from Cabaret. So the goat was kind of like, even though they at the same time, but the donkey character, the comic relief? I don't know. He was the sidekick to Sir Billy, and he was meant to be the comic relief. Yeah. Mike, remember how he teases him when she, he meets the American woman? Uh, yeah, that's right. He, he, like, there's a kid named Jake. They call him Master Jake. His brother calls him Master Jake, which reminds me of what I did this morning. But he uh, he tells the kid, Jake, he goes, check out the tits, basically, on this girl. There's a there's a yank. And you can tell she's a yank from New York because he has an I Heart NY uh, sticker on her moped. This Sir Billy movie isn't something you should show kids because the animation is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> but is this because it's, um, I, I, and I don't want to say cheap, but just not good animation. It was just... Uh... 
I think it's just the ugliness. Like yeah. Sir Billy really is an ugly and the goat and even the sexy girls are I mean, I'm not okay, from cleavage down it was fine, but from neck up it was scary. Better faces. The yeah. filmmakers are really delusional about this. Like, for instance, I've got this quote, like the critics hated it. And okay, this guy Hartman, he says this. He insisted his film was broadly welcomed. This is his quote. There are haters in any society, and anyone who's seen my film has loved it. We are we got a standing ovation in Sonoma, but there are always going to be that side to it. We're a David in a major Goliath industry. So he thinks people are just hating on him. Not that it sucks. But the thing about big studio movies, Brave and you know Shrek, is that they have lighting. They have good audio. They have decent animation. Yeah. They have plots. They have... The thing about studio notes is that they tell you, hey, this is going in a bad direction, or this needs to be improved. You know, when you have people overseeing you, sometimes that helps. Certainly has this, like, uncanny valley. You know, when you look into a CGI's eyes, it's uncanny valley. But these animals are in such peril. Like, a mom rabbit falls off a cliff and yeah. you can see her eyes as she cries in pain yelling yeah. for her kid who's floating down the river and you cut to the kid and you can see the pain in the eyes like you it, it's very unpleasant right and remember what happens to her they think she's going to be paralyzed and they're asking her to to wiggle her toes it's yeah. horrific well, yeah. what can you say nice about um going back to our original film sir billy I can say nice that the, it was a family effort and they really believed in it and they wanted to do something for Scotland. I mean, they failed, but it was their heart was in the best place, you know, and they worked hard to make this film. They worked hard to raise the money. Also, they don't want to compete with Pixar. They want to like stand beside Pixar like they believe in the reason they did it in Sonoma was one of those guys um, who created that sort of animation is from there. Um, yeah. That's why they wanted to unveil it there, not in Scotland. And, you know, Pixar is in Emeryville, which is close to Sonoma. Mm -hmm. Oh, John Lasseter, that's his name. They really the loved John Lasseter. He was one of the people who was like the godfather of this animation style that Pixar Films does. He's from Sonoma. That's why they wanted to do it there. Gotcha. You know, they actually, uh, at the end credits, there's another flashback scene, and it's the young Sir Billy and his first wife. And they show, like, the romance and the scenes, and then at the end, he's crying over her gravestone. And that's a fucking ripoff of the intro to Pixar's Up, uh -huh. know, where the old man revisits. And there's no yeah. connection to it. Like the, And Sir Billy, yeah, yeah. They, keep, they keep saying he never finds love, or, like, he doesn't have a woman. He's, it'll be his first time. One of the young ladies, and I don't know if it's the daughters of the, of the production team uh, doing the voice, she goes off with him. And there's a, and they even do like a Bond joke. There's a lot of Bond references at him in this movie. Oh, yes. And, yeah. So there's the, the inch, well, the, the reference I'm saying is that he drives off with this young girl, like a fraction of his age, as fireworks go off around the town. Right. And he says, oh, the things I do for Scotland. It's the bond line. 
Yeah, the, all the car, remember every single car in the film was one from a Bond film. Yeah, he the silver Astro Martin. He comes in and he throws his hat onto that uh, co- the hat the coat rack and it perfectly lands. They uh, had uh, Shirley Bassey sing the theme songs. He did Diamonds Are Forever and Goldfinger, and right. it's a montage, you know, like of a Bond movie. And it's the first time you see the characters and you see the women and you go, what the fuck? You know, like you see the, the, the TNA up front in the first yeah. couple of minutes. Yeah. Gonna... It does look like the opening to a Bond film and her song really sounds. Now, that song was written by Sasha and Tessa Hartman themselves. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, it sounds like that Elvis's song, I Can't Help But Falling In Love. It sounds just like that song. Uh, some sheep say... Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, but they have um, the same woman, Shirley Bassey, singing. I guess that's that wasn't probably wasn't cheap to get her as well. Right. Right, and the thing is, okay, so in an interview with her, she claims that they sent her the song, she loved it, and her old friend Sean Connery, never mind they haven't talked since 67, was in it. Uh, and that's why she agreed to do it. But I think that's what you say on the talk show. I think she got paid. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's other Bond's references. He says, my name is William, a Billy to my friends. And uh, there's one woman calls herself, oh, I should be Jeremita Bond. And also he has a parachute. We haven't even mentioned that he's a skateboard. Yeah, that's right. And, and he has these overalls. At one point he falls off a ledge and he shoots off a parachute with a Scottish flag. So he must have had that parachute in his overalls the entire movie. That's where he walks Yeah. Through. What's the point of him being on a skateboard? How does that go? He doesn't with skateboard until an hour. It's a 70-minute movie, and he starts skateboarding an hour into it. It's weird. Great. So I'm going to wrap it up. You got, Carl's any more? I know you do a lot of research on the show, and I appreciate that. Um, Mike just shows up and he's charming. You know, he doesn't need. He's the, yeah. he's the audience. He's if I even show candy. up. He's the eye candy. If I if I even show up. If you show up, but um, any other stuff about the movie? I mean, it's pretty fascinating. I love the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I guess I just want to hate a little bit on Alan Cumming. Uh, I mean, we've seen Alan Cumming being being brilliant, right? Like in Golden Eye or in like Eyes Wide Shut. But yeah. uh, he's also, he's had his share of crap. I mean, he was in Josie and the Pussycats. You know, right. he was in Flintstones, Viva Las Ve- Rock Vegas. Spy I mean, Kids. Yeah, well, he was okay in Spy Kids, don't you think? Yeah, he held it. He's a but he was one. in that animated, he was in Garfield, right? <laughs> and he was in the Smurfs. Give me a break. But the thing was, he's Scottish. Very Scottish, so... Other than that, I, I think we've covered it all. Uh, the movie had an advanced screening a, in a charity-funded uh, York Hill Children's Hospital in Glasgow, Scotland, before it went to Sonoma. So I guess it did premiere in Scotland, yeah. but uh, pretty much they wanted to give this film to Sonoma in hopes that like the Pixar people would bump into it. And they did. Uh, no comment. They didn't like it. I don't know. <laughs> they never reacted, so they sexually harassed. The They're like, listen, we have enough problems. You know, just, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, we make a wish. Just play Pat Adams. 
I thought of my wish. What is it? Could you turn this off? <laughs> Can you take the brightness up a little bit? That's your wish? Yeah. yeah. That's my whole wish. I don't need to be Tom Cruise. Can lower the all in all, I say to, to Sir Billy, horrible film, but great try. Your heart was in the right place. Really appreciate what you did. I wish I had been there to advise you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some studio notes are not bad. Mike, can you say something nice about this film? It introduced me to Talia Storm. I got to go into like a YouTube rabbit hole and I watched her music videos and I watched her sizzle reel and I, I uh, saw her fashion is, is being sold on uh, Etsy and uh, eBay, like she, her car, red carpet. But uh, other than that, it's like I really wanted to see Sean Connery. And I know that League is a notorious way to wrap up your career, but... He actually didn't wrap up his career with that. It's Sir Billy is his last film. So yeah, and and that way it's interesting. Like if you like Sean Connery, you might as well see it. If you've seen League and, and which is no good movie, then you might as well see Sir Billy as well. Listen, if you go to uh, iTunes, you type in "Proudly Resents," and then I split the show up in segments. You can get reviews, interviews, special guests, the room. I interview everyone from the room, so check that out. That's uh, again uh, proudlyresents.com to find out more about the podcast. Oh, and go to our Facebook page, Proudly Resents. It's mostly about bad movies, 99%. You're just cheap. All right, thanks, guys. Let's do this again soon. That was fun. Okay. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been uh, what's on the full-length movie on YouTube, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It's our magic acronym. And Benjamin's our guardian angel. Do us a favor. We have no advertisements. You listen to the whole show, watch the movie. Why don't you donate some money to the station, uh, to Venmo, and just go to at Mutiny Radio and just donate five bucks. Yeah. Uh, help the station during time, and we're so we hope you guys can stay safe. Carl, uh, great to talk to you, man. Uh, to anything you. you want to promote for real There's nothing to promote. We are COVID locked down. Locked down. That's right. Locked down. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Keep it locked down. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeered by Michael Hi, this is Carl I'm Mike's friend I I wrote this song My turn-ons are French poodles Chinese German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael.
Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's Bug Out Square. It's, uh, yeah, it's not really Tuesday, but uh, let's pretend. Yeah. Uh, smoke and mirrors. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, uh, I got, um, I don't know. I got kind of different ones. So I, I went down into the cellar. <laughs> I've been moving records around. These records I haven't got to in a while. So this is um, this is going to be a little bit of an experiment. Okay. And I got a lot of contributors. So uh, uh, stick around for that. And uh, what else? I don't know. That's about it. Yep, that's about it. But it's going to be good. Don't... Don't be um, <clears throat> dissuaded by my um, lack of enthusiasm or, uh, you know, that. Because I, I am enthused. I just, I'm, I'm really in a real uh, mellow mood right now. So um, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This is Bug House Square. It's Mutiny Radio. Man, come along and we give him a little raise. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Killed him in the river, some strange man Was that a vigilante man? Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother, his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land in the death as the last few corpses lay rotting on the slimy thoroughfare. The shutters lifted an ancient temperance building high on Boucher's Hill and red mutant eyes gazed down on Hunger City. No more big wings. Fleas the size of rats sucked on rats the size of cats and 10,000 peploids split into small tribes. 
that's in the highest of the sterile skyscrapers, like packs of dogs assaulting the glass fronts of Lovely Avenue, ripping and re-wrapping mink and shiny silver fronts. Now Leghorns, family badge of sapphire and cracked emerald, in the dinner, the gear of the diamond dogs.
after schools that do not teach. Mr. America, walk on by the minds that won't be reached. Mr. America, try to hide the emptiness that's you inside. But once you find that the way you lied and all the corny tricks you tried will not forestall the rising tide of
above an honest man. He never had a job. He barely had a home. And the landlord came to call. Just
how much you done spent I swear she must believe it's all hell sent Hey boy, better bring the check around To the sad, sad truth, the dirty Lord down Got you thinking like that 